Hello and welcome back to the Smoking Boots podcast here for episode number four. We made it. We didn't, right. we didn't run out of ideas or or get canceled yet. Nothing like that. We're still rolling here for episode strong. Um, shout out to our boy Matt Tucker for coming on last week. I um, think we had a pretty good episode with him. I think he enjoyed it and we enjoyed it. When you say? I think so. I think it went pretty well for our first guest. Yes, I think so. So Matt, if you're listening which I think you are, we'll have another guest. You passed the test. We voted. We uploaded your episode. I think we like it. We're going to have another guest. So. It was on the line. There, it wasn't unanimous, but you <laughs> passed it. You passed You passed on a, a two-to-one vote. I won't tell you who didn't vote for you, but you passed, and we will have another guest. So, uh, Cameron Seeger, if you're listening to this, text us back and come on. Anyway, um, what's going on with you guys? Anything fun this week? Anything fun upcoming? Tower looks like he's about dead. I did. He makes it through this episode. Well, I look, I had to go in early the last two days at eight thirty, which isn't that bad because I work from home. But we had this scrimmage, and like I didn't take a break. I could have, but I was just focused. I didn't take a break. And yesterday, I left, and my eyes were like bloodshot. You didn't take a break the whole day. Didn't take lunch. Like I went to the bathroom. Yeah. So you didn't eat the whole time. You said eight. You said eight eight thirty to win. Five thirty to six. That's Devin intermittent fasting right there during the day. Which is still going, by the way. Nice. I did actually, after playing golf, we can get to this in a minute because I'm on one. Um, I I did have to eat at like 9.15. Good that you can do that with zero accountability because I completely forgot about it. (laughs) No, it's still... (laughs) Caroline asked me tonight. She was like, are you still doing this? I like look at the clock and I'm like, yeah, we'll just eat lunch a little later tomorrow. It'll be all right. But yeah, no, it's, it's still going. Still gone. Making making drops? Are you dropping down or? Uh, I haven't waited in a couple of days. I so we did go to the beach last week, and I did fast through the four or five days at the beach. Oh, but that's impressive. I did. I did have ice cream or a milkshake one night at like nine o'clock. You broke it. You might as window, well go back to <laughs> start eating back at day zero. Yeah. So the window for me, my window is twelve to eight p.m. And we did go out for a milkshake at. Well, we went out two nights in a row. The first night I got a milkshake. The second I did not. But I just I was just like, oh, you know, I'll eat an hour later. You're on a streak of breaking it. You might as well just keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just screw it. Throw it out of the window. Um, did you get a chocolate milkshake? Absolutely not. Oh, yeah, Devin despises chocolate. Yeah. I think we For mentioned the, the brownies the, in an episode. But I think yeah. it's almost un-American. Pretty much anything with Waterline. cocoa. Anything with cocoa, I'm out on brownies, chocolate chip cookies, chocolate ice cream. I mean, there's a lot more chocolate yeah, things. It's a shame. Yeah, I did. Uh, my parents told me that I did eat chocolate pudding in like preschool. Apparently, that was a thing for a little bit. But as long as I can remember, I hate it. Don't like the smell of it. Don't like the taste of it. I do try it every couple of years and hadn't hadn't hit me yet, which is fine because that knocks out most desserts and candy, and probably do okay without that anyway. So that's true. Anyway. Uh, uh, people talk to us about tangents. That might have been one of them. Mm, that's all right. I mean, who doesn't like a good tangent? That's right. It's that's just right. conversation. It's conversation. That's what we want to do here: is act like we're circled up around a bonfire, have a nice conversation. Which we still need to do. Yes. Which actually, we'll go ahead and skip to one of the things that I wrote down. Um, I was thinking for maybe episode five or. I don't know if we want to do, like, I thought every five episodes, every ten episodes, have a bonfire podcast where we sit around. So maybe next week for episode five. Wouldn't be that hard to get up and just move all the stuff we already have. Yeah, I mean, we could literally just move this 
10 feet out this garage door and set up, <laughs> set up the fire pit. I mean, we, we could still sit in like a semicircle, I guess, because I don't know how long these, these cords are. I bet they're actually kind of long. We might could make that one. The stand extends. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we could get something to set that on. Hello, I mean, it's hello if you're watching. I think it goes like five feet. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got like three tiers. Oh, well, I don't know if it's five feet then, actually, if it's only three tiers. Yeah. I'm sure we could but, find something to put on another chair or something if we yeah. have to. But what do you think about that? Maybe every five, five, because that's less than once a month. It's 10 times a year. Yeah. If we do it, once we get it down to a science, the time we spend preparing is longer than it would take to get a fire going. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or me and Jason can be lighting the fire while you're getting the mics all set up. And just, even though you are the, the resident Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. Sorry. Right. Not no disrespect. No disrespect. That's right. You're way above the Boy Scouts and chumps. What is the Eagle Scout is a Boy Scout. Well, I know, but you're above them. You're you're prestiged. Okay. Prestige <laughs> master. Prestige worldwide. Yeah. Wide, wide. Worldwide, wide, wide. But anyway, yeah, I mean we could do that next week if you want. It'll actually be the day after the fourth of July when I'm sure we'll have a fire. So another milestone on maybe like fifty thousand subscribers would buy a boat. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Then once we hit um 10 subscribers i think tyler or jason was gonna buy an iphone to give away so oh is that right yeah that's right that's right i don't remember that next one to get a promotion has to buy it <laughs> i don't know I'll wait till march <laughs> do you have one coming in march maybe i don't i don't know we'll have to see i don't kind of it's all performance based okay, and then the others will buy wagyu for Wagyu, oh, them Wagyu steaks. We've been talking. That's another thing we've been talking about. I might just order it one day and Venmo y'all request. We'll send. What did Tyler just Venmo request me one hundred and fifteen dollars for? <laughs> I would one hundred percent decline it. Thank you, you explain. I wouldn't do anything ridiculous. I mean, we Sorry. talked about the price points already. I just wouldn't know if I'd want to buy a whole a shoulder, like a whole, like a the the whole piece where we cut it ourselves and it's cheaper. Or if we just want to buy. The steaks, the way they are. Explain to me the benefit of Wagyu. Like, what makes it so much better? Because like, I've never had it, so I can't speak to it. Way fattier, and the fat is different. Like, the fat will cook off. It's not like, like fat yeah. on a ribeye where you eat it and it's chewy. The fat cooks yeah. into the meat. Yeah. Because, so, like, I do not get down on ribeyes because like, I feel like I cut three ounces of fat out. Like, it's very marbled. Like, you look at a piece, like, A5 is the best tier that you can get. Which we Japanese wouldn't get. Wagyu. It's absurd. Yeah. But it's very marbled. Like, the, it's it's also kind of light pink. Like, the pink to white is, like, 50-50. I mean, it's, like, it's very marbled. But it all and cooks you, off. And it all it cooks into the meat. Cooks, it also cooks almost instantly. Like, you cut it, and, I mean, you lay it in a skillet, and, I mean, it cooks in, like, 15, 30 seconds. Yeah, a lot of places, nice... Places don't even ask you how you want it cooked. They serve it to you the way it's supposed why, to be. Why does it cook so quickly? Like, is it because it's grass-fed only? No. I mean, those cows are, like, pampered. Like, specifically... They, like, literally li- live peaceful lives, and they're taken care of, and they're, like, fed, like, good food. Like, they're literally, it, like, pampered. Is it... But, I mean, I guess, how is it... Um, I guess, I don't want to say slaughtered, but, like, how is it... Like how is it? Um, Sledgehammer to the head. No, no. no. got the gun with the rod. <laughs> how is it harvested? Like is no it idea. like kosher? Like where it's not stressed out? Probably not. I I don't know. They don't with the little rod gun. They don't know what's happening. I don't know. I've no. And idea. then 
I just know it's a very, very like well taken care of cow and very premium, high quality slice yeah. beef. Yeah. Mm. Like, but, look at a picture. Yeah, that's something we've talked about probably half as long as we talked about starting a podcast <laughs> over a year. Wanting this over a year for sure. Yeah, we need I'd be afraid it'd go bad shipping over here. They don't freeze it. You can get it frozen. I wouldn't get it frozen if I'm getting that yeah. kind of good. Like they just keep it chilled from wherever you order it. Would you go pick it up or would they deliver it to your house? I'm sure it comes to you in like a cooler. See, this just does not look appetizing to me. Like it just, it looks like Spider-Man just shot webs yeah, all over. The turn up, turn on thing around. It see. looks exactly like what you think it does. Like that, dude. Look that right there. That oh, trip unbelievable, so dude. And it's not tough fat. Like it's not like non on the end of a ribeye. It like looks into the meat. You could probably chew it with your tongue. Like if you didn't have teeth, you could probably just gum it. Now the fillet is probably absurdly. Uh, what's it called? What's the word you just use? Absurdly uh, tender, tender. But the ribeye is what I would. So is it what I mean? Is it a what's the so they have like ribeye wagyu, New York strip wagyu, yeah. All the different. You ask the differences. No, do they like you? Like you go to Outback or Longhorn, you order. I want a ribeye, so they've got an A five wagyu ribeye. Yeah, because it's just the cut. The pork, the. I guess because it also you're just getting the a different where you're getting the meat. It's just I think, Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know. Is wagyu the type of cow? Is a specific like Japanese cow? I think you're right. Something like that. It's only in Japan. Yeah, it's probably a whole like subbreed. Or at least the A5 is. I don't know if all Wagyu's are. They probably are all from... But they get like... Those things are like certified. Like they have certifications at their Wagyu cows. Yeah. Do we know of a restaurant around here that knows how to cook Wagyu? Uh, it would be over $150. I mean, I don't know that much. I mean, it'd be a lot. Probably freaking expensive. For the Chop House in Morseville has Wagyu. I just don't know if it's A5. Yeah. I don't think we... I don't think A5. Speaking of the Chop House, we... That's where my pops wanted to go for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And they've got a 48-ounce tomahawk ribeye. Is that the one in Canapolis? It's in Mooresville. Uh, and dude, this joker came out. I there's mean, one in Canapolis. No? Wait, you ordered it? Yeah, we finally ordered it. <laughs> we've been waiting for like five or six years we have been seeing this thing. I mean, the bone is 28 inches long. It's huge. I mean, it's... But, and it's, I think it's an inch and a half thick. It reminds me of that thing at, uh, what's the, what's the store here called? Uh, Stock Market? Next, yes, next to Smoke Pit. Stock Market. They got a massive tomahawk in there. Oh, yeah. Thing is like, I mean, it's like a foot and a half or two foot bone. <laughs> With like, wow. Yeah. yeah they they like aged it 35 days. Jeez. Took 30 minutes to cook medium rare. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's a noticeable difference when you go there and get your meat rather than, like, food line. It's really not ridiculously more expensive. Really? I wouldn't do it for every meal. I'd love like, to try that. I we've done it before. We had a... We went to Texas Roadhouse last night. We had a gift card that I got for my birthday, I think, from Kristen and Cameron. Shout out, Texas Roadhouse. Uh, delicious. Sponsors. I'll, I'll come to a podcast in Texas Roadhouse. Just sponsors. You can just send us rolls and we'll name drop them. Honestly, all the time I'll eat rolls on this. I'll eat rolls outside of my fast window on this podcast if you send them to me. You don't even need the butter on those things, though. There's oh, but it just makes it so much better. Last night when we were there, we went 
to use this gift card. And the first couple rolls they brought us were like, Caroline thought they tasted a little bit different, but they were, they were like, they're soft in the middle, but they were a little charred on the outside. Mm-hmm. The second basket they brought might be the best basket of rolls I've ever had there. I mean, like, they were one. almost white, but like, like slightly golden. I mean, felt like you were squishing like cotton candy, dude. I mean, how many, so soft. How many baskets five. do you think? Rolls I had. I thought you were going to ask how many I had. I had five. <laughs> I'm saying if you didn't eat dinner, how many of those baskets do you think you could go through? There's a, there's a challenge going on right I'm now. I'm like seven. Hold right? on, look at Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yes. Look, oh, yeah. yeah. Up. That was probably. That came that up probably a, wasn't loud. a few months ago, didn't it? Yes, I remember because didn't they take like six guys, five or six guys, and they would put down like a hundred rolls. I think it was something like that. Yeah, but so quick little story. This isn't a tangent for anyone that thinks we have too many tangents because <laughs> we're still talking about Texas Roadhouse. Um, my freshman year of college, I went like me and Caroline and her mom went to Texas Roadhouse, and I was like at the end of the meal i mean we'd had probably had like two baskets with dinner at the end of the meal i asked the waiter or waitress i was like hey like i'm a month into college i'm living in a dorm like how many of these baskets can you give me to take home with, with w- like without you getting in trouble and she was like i got you give me a minute <laughs> and she leaves and she comes back i kid you not like three or four boxes of these rolls oh, that's dude. Awesome. i think actually i think it was i think it was two boxes but it was four baskets of bread was she college age as well huh was she like college age uh she's probably like mid-20s she, i think she still works there i don't know her name but she's she's like, she's like a manager now i see her every now and then there the homie but yeah i was like i was like how many of these can you get and she brought four baskets stuffed into two boxes like tons of butter so sick. brought that back to the dorm and i didn't pay a cent for it i did that twice i asked another waiter another time and they gave me like i think two baskets worth but i mean they'll hook you up bro the record right now was set in 2021 in Cheshire, Connecticut, and they ate 132 rolls between seven people. Oh, that's, what amount of time? That, that's 18 rolls. Is there a time limit, or just like when you no, when you just, give up? Just, <laughs> yeah, because I think you just start feeling. Yeah, awful. eventually they're gonna start wanting to throw up. It's no different when you eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, which I've done that, and that is awful. I don't think <laughs> I've ever eaten more than like two or three donuts because I start feeling like overload at like two i've done my normal crispy cream like if i buy a dozen and bring them home and i eat them for breakfast my normal amount is three and then that just you feel great about it after i don't feel bad but it also kickstarts the metabolism and like two hours later i'm hungry don't feel it because those donuts are absolutely nothing and yeah let me tell you two hours later i did it with one milk one of the pet milks did you do it at the beach or something Mm -hmm. yeah me and me and buddy taplin went and did it When I got to six, like the the glaze, like you know how you always want to want to ride the conveyor belt through the glaze. Yeah, it's just straight sugar. <laughs> it was just awful. Did Taplin finish his? Yeah, you both did. Yeah, we both did, but it was your dad did it a long uh-uh, time no. ago, didn't? He? Oh, you know, like a long time. He did it when he was like eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ton of donuts, dude. I bet you didn't even want to lick your fingers afterwards, did you? No, dude. You I... Pop that twelve one in. You're just looking at that glaze on yeah, your hand. You're like, like, I don't want like it. I was fine until I got to sleep. I was fine. I was felt awful leading up to going to sleep. Once I was asleep, I was fine. Did you feel hyper from the sugar after? No. Because that's like it's an absurd amount of sugar. Oh, did it? I, in one I feel like... You just immediately start crashing into some <laughs> sugar. I feel like when it's that much, it's too much and puts you into that, like a sugar coma, and you're like, I need to go to sleep. Oh, dude, me and him were just laying around the hotel room, just... <laughs> 
stomach just ro- like you just had. Could you have done one more? And if I really wanted to, I probably could. He hadn't like thrown up max, yet, so he could have tried. Like max, how many do you think you were doing? Remember, a chunk of it's mental. Like I mean, you I get mean, through that, you could probably put down a few more. But I mean, I could probably. I don't think I could get twelve. It depends on if I could, if I could have had more milk. I you, I'll give you unlimited milk. Oh, but I but keep in mind that's also going to fill you up. I want to say I could get to eighteen. Just to like, because like if you're just suffering through it and you're just pushing until you, I think I could have got eighteen. Eighteen, but you're a new man now. Oh, that's right. Do that. How many calories is that, dog? That's got to be like you can't look at the calories. You, <laughs> you can't do that. It's got to be pushing ten thousand. Got like four times your daily intake in one meal. Absolute gut bomb. I bet half the calories just came right back out. <laughs> Dude, oh, I feel so bad. You like talk about getting the meat sweats. Like I would get like the 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 donut sweats, the sugar OD sweats. One dozen original donuts contain roughly two thousand two hundred eighty calories. That's actually not That's as much. You're, you're talking about. like you're talking like twenty eight hundred if you did eighteen. But still, I, I could do that. Probably. That's way less than I thought it was. I guess they're mainly air. Inside. I mean, they're, when you think about it, like compare a Krispy Kreme donut to a Dunkin' Donut, they're like, there's more substance in a Dunkin' Donut than there is. And no contest Krispy Kreme over Dunkin' Donut. Oh, one hundred percent. Okay, I, hot take. I'm, don't I, you? I would. I think. I would think so. I'm not okay. like a donut expert. You scared me a little bit. I would prefer to go there. Like Tyler, you better not. This is a hot take, and I know a bunch of my the listeners from up north are gonna disagree, but. I think Krispy Kreme is better than any donut I've ever had in New York, New Jersey. Like, honestly, I don't know what the big whoop to do is about the. You're referring, uh, to, you're referring to your mates at the office. I'm, well, they're from Chicago, and they also never been to fish camp, so I don't know if we can trust them. <laughs> I've heard about you guys, <laughs> but I like—I just don't think the the baker, the, like the bakery aspect, is any. But now the bread, the bread's a different story. I understand the bread. The thing is, yeah, like New York bread is good. Like, uh, one of my managers at Volkswagen went to New Jersey and he brought home like bagels. And I mean, this is the biggest freaking bagel I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it's like three inches thick. It was like probably like six, seven inches across. It was, it was, fluffy. It was delicious. It was unbelievable. You ever make them at home? Donuts? Mm-hmm. Caroline, Caroline actually was just talking about making bagels last night. Kind of lost the start. Donuts at home are good. You just. Drop batter yeah. in the fryer and put my thing powdered with, sugar. In. My thing with non crispy, like Krispy creams are, it's like the right amount per bite. You know, you go to Dunkin' Donuts or even like OMG Donuts or some of these donut shops. Have, donuts. It's, it's cake. It's like eating a slab of pound cake with glaze on yeah. top. I'm like, I, that's not a donut, and it's dry. It's not even good pound cake. It's like I'm trying to think. You get cotton mouth. You're sitting there like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's the best beverage of choice to go with? Milk. Milk. Yeah. And right. I hope, I hope people from my previous dealership job are listening to this because I'm not a psycho for drinking milk. Everyone there thought I was a oh. psycho for drinking milk. And I'm like, I'm like, they're like, what are you, a child? And I'm like, no, I have strong bones and I drink milk with <laughs> breakfast and dessert and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I used to drink all the... Milk, glass of milk with a grilled peanut butter sandwich. I'm going to crank a Dr. Pepper with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's... If I'm at work, maybe because I'm not carrying milk to work, but... I could sit down and drink a glass of milk right now and feel perfectly fine yeah. about it. Yeah, For sure. Me too. And I got strong bones. Sometimes I, I actually crave it. 
What's Brand, the lowest percent you'll go on milk? I mean, I've always been a two percent guy. I've I never bought up, anything else. I grew up on skim, and now the past couple of years have been two percent. That's two percent. But I mean, like, I go to Krispy Kreme and get a bottle of milk sometimes <laughs> there, and I get like either two percent or whole milk. I mean, I can whole, whole milk. But. I mean, if you're gonna eat a sugar loaded donut, you might as well get a fatty milk. <laughs> I don't know. You might as well do it right. I don't know the last time I've had something other than two percent milk. Honestly, two percent's the move. It was probably one percent in like high school. I used to think two percent tasted weird. Like I said, I grew up drinking skim milk. I mean, literally until White water. Literally until I like graduated and moved out, was drinking skim milk. Now, if I go back home and drink skim milk, it tastes like sour to me almost. Y'all ever had buttermilk? Straight up buttermilk. Buttermilk ranch no. is good. No, straight up buttermilk. Dude. No. Has anyone? Have you guys ever drank the? Like, if you go to a restaurant, you ever drink the cream out of the middle of the table? Or the coffee cream? No. I know someone that does that. Not 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 saying who that is. <laughs> this guy over here, donut no, boy. Listen, okay. Why? Donut boy. You're talking about water water milk. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Freaking creamer. Different. Freaking creamer. Creamer is completely different. It's like it's half and half. It's half cream, half milk. That's fine. Try it. When you go to Parkway next time, try it. I'm good, honestly. I don't, It'll change your life. Okay, I think that's a stretch for anybody. Listen, I used to eat so much Parkway, dude. We'd do it every night, every or not every night, every Wednesday night before church. We would hit Parkway. Get some Teddy Grahams. What's yes. the go-to order? Country style steak. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Country style style uh, country b- 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 country style steak over rice. Yeah, some people sub the mashed potatoes. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the steak sinking down in mashed potatoes, and I I'd prefer the rice and gravy. Neither one's bad. Uh. Get their salad with their homemade ranch dressing, delicious, and usually green beans for me God, with like so eight glasses of sweet tea. I'm starving. Shepherd's pie, craving that a lot. Like homemade shepherd's pie in mm. like a like a, a deep yeah. dish. Mm. Yeah, that would be very good. Very good. Yeah. Speaking of food, I think it's time to open this debate up about. <laughs> I didn't even know we were preparing for a transition. Oh no, we don't even. I mean, we're already on the food. <laughs> Might as well. I don't have. I don't have a the other homie here to defend me though. It's like that, a one. That sounds like a you and him problem. And you him. should. You should get him. <laughs> call him. Call him live and just hold him under the mic. Um, you. You know who you are that I'm talking about that won't come on the podcast. Come Damn. on the podcast and defend yourself. Slash side with Tyler and we can rehash this discussion but we're talking about forks versus spoons probably going to be the title of this episode forks v spoons in ramen noodles okay first of all right off the bat spoons are a completely underused tool in general i i would argue N- name name the food like, that, you you think ba- under- like, that you think they're what do you mean underused are you saying it's the least rice? you think it's the least used fishing for rice and that's just dry noodles. Actually, it's dry Part, grain. Okay, so I'm going to preface this with, for some Fair. foods, it depends on what container the food is in. Like, if I'm eating mac and cheese and it's on a plate, depending on the size of the noodle, usually I'll use a fork. Right. If it's in a bowl, I'm going to use a spoon it, and it, do the sides of the bowl. Right, because it's, it's curved. Right. It makes sense. Right. Now, thank you. when we talk about ramen noodles, 12 to 18 inch noodles... 
No one in their right mind is going to scoop those with a f- spoon. Well, you're missing out on the tactic. The tactic is you take I... it and you and you crush it before. No. 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 On the instructions it says throw it in the pot. Like and I break it, I I break my brick in half. And and we're and we're not talking about $30 restaurant ramen noodles cuz you start throwing like other stuff in there, eggs and right. All kinds of nonsense. About culturally, that's not even. Use, that's not even. Think? That's not even. That's not ramen. It's not part of the argument. It's not. We're talking about. We're talking about thirty cent food line ramen noodles. Gotcha. I didn't know there were Ooh, parameters. <laughs> I mean, even if I go there, I'm probably still going to use a fork. They don't give you because now you put you put whatever. I like, would request a fork. Okay. I mean, technically, we're all wrong, and it's supposed to be chopsticks. But, but what is fair, what I is the chopsticks. what is the American version of chopsticks? Fork. A fork. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Cameron Seeger missed me with that argument. That was the worst screenshot you've ever sent me. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot, and it was like, "Do you use a fork or chopsticks for ramen?" And it said, "You like traditionally you would use chopsticks, but not everywhere has chopsticks. In which case, you would use a fork." And I'm like, well, "That's just but the American version of chopsticks." It was honestly a core memory of mine because I thought that everybody used spoons, <laughs> and then and then. Devin was like, no, bro. I was like, yes. I'm pretty sure like 99% of people use spoons. And then Devin put out an Instagram poll and it was like 90%. It was like 90% use forks. Or Let me pull up the results of this Instagram poll. I actually have several. This is how we can remember some of our arguments is my Instagram That's polls. What, uh, I have, he texted me. He was like, are you and Devin having an argument? <laughs> he texted me that night. So here's something on Reddit. What, how do you feel about a spork? A spork? Using it for ramen noodles. I only use a spork when I'm uh, backpacking. That's weird. That or going to weird. or eating a to-go Bojangles gravy biscuit. Because that's what well, they that's give fair, you. Actually, that's extremely that's fair. Exactly what In that case, me. that's just what they hand me, and I'm just going to use that. But see, but I think part of but it, a spork you can't you can't scoop noodles with that. The tongs are the length of my finger now. Like I think when you're talking about the rice, you use a spoon. Like if I'm eating a like, if the main dish is country-style steak, like, we're at Parkway, all right, the only... I'm going to use the fork because I'm using the fork to cut everything else and eat everything else. Why do I want to dirty up another utensil? If you're at Parkway, why do you care about dirtying up a utensil? Because it's lowering the efficiency way. of eating. Sometimes it also depends on, like, let's say I have, like, a meat. Let's say I've got steak and three side items on my plate if th- if three of those four side items are fork items i'm most likely just going to keep using the fork for the spoon slash fork well, that item. entire argument doesn't apply because you don't eat an entree before eating ramen noodle you know what i mean i'm just saying not like not ramen noodles in this case but let's say i got steak mashed potatoes green beans and macaroni i'm gonna use the fork for three slash four of those just because why why switch for one side item and go back to the fork if you want to keep eating the other stuff. I don't know. Anyway, the the main point is that scooping twelve inch noodles with a spoon. Right. The argument doesn't apply. It's it's just not what. Because Cameron used the same tactic as me, and we didn't we didn't speak about it. Uh, because I also recorded a video. I sent a video of myself scooping with a fork and, and a spoon, and the fork the tactic. The fork just got ten times the amount the spoon picked up. There's okay. John Tyler's over here talking about. A darn tactic. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, quick intermission here. Let us know your thoughts on this topic. Go ahead and comment whether you use a fork or you're wrong. Um, just let us know which next, of those two next, you are. Next episode, we could we could do a sampling. 
might throw this back up on the i'm gonna throw this on the podcast uh instagrams we'll do we'll, we'll do another okay i found the results finally um so i have i don't even know how many people saw this a lot of people um if you just don't if you're one of those people that just scrolls past the poll and doesn't answer it, what's wrong with you? Like it takes half a second to just vote. Because you're hot, you don't have to defend your hot take. Yeah, you don't. I, I mean, I saw probably 200 people saw this thing and 53 voted. Um, 45 votes for fork, <laughs> seven votes for spoon. Is an 87-13 split. Hey, I want to know who those seven people are. Should I call them out? It tells me. Was it one of your parents' one? Uh, let's see here. What was it Cameron's Votes parents? for Spoon, yes. It was one of my parents. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one, but it's the one that has Instagram. Mm-hmm. There are... Um, mm, Disappointment. Two of them are you and your partner in crime in this conversation, Cameron Seeger. Um, and there are four other people that I should name, but I won't. Do I know them? Uh, yeah, you probably know... Just about every one of those. Not the bottom one. But yeah. Friend. I'm honestly impressed that you're able to eat 18-inch noodles with a spoon. Oh, well, I'm not eating 18-inch noodles with a spoon. So, How many more ways I can say that? But see, if you are you are you saying you crush your noodles up to where they're the size of SpaghettiOs? Because if so, duh, you would use a fork. But at the same time, that's not ramen noodles. A spoon, you mean. You yeah. Because yeah, but- sure. you're eating soup at that. Yeah. You're not eating ramen noodles. Ramen it's noodles not a noodle. soup. Ramen noodle is a noodle. I, okay. Uh, also, I mean, I understand some people eat ramen noodles different. I also drain the juice out. Like, I put the I put the powder in there, mix it up, let it start tasting like beef, and then I drain it and just eat the beef flavored noodles. You did change my life when I saw you microwaving ramen noodle one day. I've, I've yeah. been the same since. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah, I've, never, I've never been that big of a ramen noodle guy, but when they I are, use they it, are slightly better on the stove. They get just a little bit softer, but I can't tell. Different. I mean, if you're wanting to be quick, throw that thing, go get you a little. Container microwave ramen thing from my from Walmart for like four dollars and you know it's or Amazon your life. you know what's good and makes you feel bougie every once in a while getting one of the cup of, cup of noodles where you put like the sauce and the yeah makes yeah. you feel like when you feel like being classy <laughs> yeah so um yeah I just I you and Cameron both are just wrong we'll die on the hill of a fork or a spoon for ramen noodles are pulling a Luke I just know I'll never I'll never prefer to do it i mean you don't eat spaghetti with a spoon and i'm not talking about if you stick the fork in the spoon because you're using the fork but like and that applies for like the small noodles if you get one utensil how are you eating spaghetti the fork it depends is it in little pieces (laughs) no it's not cut up into spaghetti o size i mean it becomes just a soup then I think you're just eating ramen soup. The flavors like, are there. Big, it's just preference. So how ramen big, soup. How big is the average noodle in yours when you make it? No. I, I mean, you make a like, mess crushed. Like or less? Oh. Then that's like beefaroni size, and I would use a spoon. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't say. There you go. Thank you. I wouldn't say that's soup. the right way. I don't want soup. You know, I want I want noodles. Mm. Like I scoop up 50, well, you don't, 50 of them things with the fork. It's cleaner. Cram it in. Sit there like, hey, you're not dragging noodles below you everywhere. It's all in a spoon. Dude, I'm eating these things at like 11.30 while I'm playing Xbox. Like I know, that. so you're not well, caring. I used to. I'm not I'm now. <laughs> I just can't believe you're eating, calling ramen noodles soup. 
Or calling soup ramen noodles. I mean, sometimes I'll put more or less water in there depending on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I want just a noodle by itself. Sometimes I'll say a lot of people here have been saying on Reddit have been saying that they just drink the broth and eat the noodles. Well, that's weird. The broth gives it flavor. It's still soaking in as you're eating it. Um. So I did write down two other foods. There may be more controversial foods. I wrote down um macaroni. I mean, we already kind of mentioned that. Well it, well, it depends on how it's cooked. If it's baked or is it craft? Fork or spoon. It's not. Baked, we'll say, baked we'll say, pork, we'll say, we'll say baked has to be because you have that layer of cheese that's caked on holding it together. Right. Like, and say it's thing. not like that. Like, you're scooping this out of a pot. Like a Velveeta. Spin, whatever kind. Velveeta, craft. You can even do some homemade mac and cheese with your own blended cheese on top. But we'll say you're scooping it out of a pot regular stovetop mac and cheese if it is velveta consistency then it's a spoon depends on how thick it is if it's in a bowl spoon 10 times out of 10 for me i don't know dude if it's on a plate if it's like on a plate with steak and mashed potatoes that's i feel like that's what i'm saying I, i'm I'm 100 stabbing that joker with a fork or sliding i feel it. like if you're eating mac and cheese out of a bowl you're going through it you're going through something. Because most likely that's the only thing you're eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I have done. I mean, yeah, I've done it too. <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, it, sometimes it might depend on how hungry I am. You know, if I'm like, if I'm eating some other sides with it, I'm taking little bites. I'll scoop a fork, you know, I'll just, just drag it to the edge of the plate, scoop it, put it in, stab it, whatever. What's the first entree you think of? If I'm starving, huge scoop a spoon. What do you say? What entree is the first one you think of when you think of mac and cheese? My mom's baked mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. That's not an entree. No, no I, what, it's an entree. What is, what is the entree? What is the meat that it's going on the side of? Some kind of barbecue. That's fair. Actually, that's barbecue. Fair. Yeah, that's. A good I was thinking one. like country style steak. I was gonna say barbecue. burgers. I was gonna say uh, like a burger, a burger, baked beans, and mac and cheese. We had that oh, like man. three days ago. Oh yeah, we had that like a couple days ago. When you when you pick out your spoon, do you prefer the bigger or the smallest one, or is it all all what how you're feeling? You know what I mean? How there's two different sizes. No, I'm a big guy. I feel like I can. I don't use the big spoon that has to like stretch the corners. Oh yeah, well, no, I'm the eating. regular spoon. You're, you're eating out of yeah. a ladle, then. Yeah, yeah. I'm using a regular size spoon. Not the not not the baby spoon like we're talking like, I'd say like it. I think tablespoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- tables teaspoon is the small one. I don't think they're like actually measured. Uh, I, I measure them. Them are. Yeah, really. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. Tablespoon. Interesting. Yeah. Which one's the really big flat one? That's table. I guess. The Caroline, come on the podcast and. The tables you got like teaspoon, tablespoon, and then you got like the serving spoon. Yeah. The serving spoon is the one that you got like. Then I would say, yeah, the tablespoon is what I'm. Tablespoon. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's new yeah. information. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, the last food, at least that I wrote down, there may be more that we think of in this conversation, but my brother in law, Jay Knight, coming at us with eggs with a spoon the other day. What planet are you from? You want to eat eggs with a spoon? I've done it before. Why? That was the. I've done it because the my forks broke. <laughs> no, like, like yeah. See, I'm with you there. I put I when I make my eggs, I like throw that thing full of cheese and everything, and and it like it cr- it's like becomes crumbly almost. Like it's not like wet and sticking together. It's like cheesy, and it's, it's 
You're still able to stab. I mean, still, I would think, I would think stab or sometimes you cut them. You know, if there's a big chunk, you might cut it. I'm fort. Jay hit us with that, and I think I'm I think, with you. I'm not. I'm not arguing against. I it. think Jay, you're also welcome to come on the podcast and defend yourself because this is one of the most wild things I've ever heard. I just I've never seen anybody. No traditional eggs like scrambled, scrambled eggs, egg, yeah, a fort or yeah. I mean a spoon. Wild. Now let's say you roll up the parkway down the street and you get two over easy eggs and grits. Well, I'm not bacon. You don't eat over easy eggs. No. You break that Joker and gross. What is that? Sunny side up. No, sunny side up's not. Both it's, all, it's just one. Oh, that's right. I do like over easy eggs. I cook them at home. It's over easy is where it's white on both sides, but and you stab you, it and it bleeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it's so easy to cook at home. It's fantastic. You, you can let it sit there for a little bit and it gets a little fried. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can get it. Oh, you can get it over medium, and then it, like it doesn't break as bad. Nah. It's on the. I've seen people do that on like a burger, like crack that thing, and then you got egg yolk running the over yolk a burger. The burger is good and weird. Speaking of Cameron Seeger, had one of those breakfast burger in New York with him. It was fantastic with the, with the egg on it. Oh yeah, I mean I've never tried it, so I guess I can't. It was like a eighteen dollars. Every every meal he had out was like eighteen dollars. Sure, but it was good. If you live in New York, I feel bad for you. And it wasn't like it was just a place inside for many beer. reasons. But like I like I use a fork when we go to Parkway for that. If I've got an over easy egg with grits, like I'm scooping it with a fork in case I need to stab the little egg white. <laughs> I mean, unless I got runny eggs, fork. Even still, though. I mean, it's got to be soup. Yeah. Like it would have to be like the one where you're scrambling it. Like it has to be that, and I have to use a spoon. And if they're like that, I'm not eating them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to leave them right where they are, or we're not even going to put them on my plate. I just think somebody's at the door, and you guys just randomly stare at the door. I'm just thinking when I look uh, from the distance. Well, that and like the bugs are trying to get into the because of the light. It's just like, ADHD. Just, I'm sure it's for sure the ADHD. For I me. get paid tomorrow. I'm gonna order one of them nets. Nets for the garage door right here. Would you rather not next week? Because we might firework? fire. Not next week, but the week after episode six. Maybe we'll open the little garage door right here and not let bugs in. Have a little podcast. With the open door. Mm. Mm. Found those things on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Garage door. That's $30 with the fireworks we could have. Uh, the legal ones on the ground. Yeah. That don't leave the the ground. ones from the Publix parking lot. That's, I saw that. I was like, do what? It's a huge there's tent. A, there's a Publix parking tent. Such a small I, variety. It's, it's a huge tent. Just, I just saw some. Uh, I was coming down 601, coming home from the golf course, and there was uh, a parking lot that had a, a big old tent with. Maybe we get some firecrackers. Like some M80s. I bet there's some in that. There, I know there's some M80s and stuff in that box behind you. Tyler Kimes, thank you for donating that. I still have your fireworks. On the oh, you know what I did last year? I regret it. What's that? Getting one of those model rockets. It's like twenty dollars at Hobby Lobby for the whole kit. Do it, bro. Add that to the Fourth of July list. It'd be sick. I'll launch a rocket. Go chase it with you. One of those parachute ones where it drops all the parachute men. Yeah, those. Yeah, because you got to be able to recover it and reshoot it. Don't you get one? I will absolutely do that. I used to do those all the time. No, I meant the parachute firework that we had last year. That was a great time. Oh, that was yeah, the day that one. Fireworks. That thing, that thing spit out like thirty. Oh yeah, oh, way more than I thought. Because it shot, I think it shot a couple bursts up in the air, and each one exploded in like five of them. Well, it, it went off like a cake. He's like, yeah, and, and I was one like, exploded. We look up, and then they explode, and suddenly it looks like D Day, and it's just pouring <laughs> soldiers. I was like, what is going on? Was it D-Day? Oh, yeah. Nah. I saw that. I was like, I'm not leaving here without this. So I did it one time <laughs> as a kid, and it's like a core yeah. memory. 
locked in my brain. Because there's always the ones that you shoot that have like one big guy in it, but this was like 30. There's probably still some in the trees out there. <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. Well, they're paper. Yeah. Paper shoots. They flew, the wind took them things everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, they got above the tree line. They scattered. I mean, I'm on like, I'm on like an acre and a third. Um, half the, half the land was covered in these soldiers. I remember getting one. I don't remember how far I had to go. But how much land you got at your new place? I'd say like 0. 0.8. I don't know. Solid, but you got a fence. That's right. Shout out yours big. Shout out to Tahoe. That's right. The boy can finally run and get that big energy toe. out. We'll have to like uh mm. like that's gonna go over well. Backyard break in campfire or something. Right now? Tonight? No. We do have a campfire. Bought a bought a pit uh a little pit. It's got yeah. it's got little a, a ring to rest your boots on. That mm. can smoke. Yes. Next episode I will be wearing the boots with Jason. We sit by the bonfire, yeah. I will Strap up the Ariat. I heard him in a commercial the other day. It said Ariat. It's got to be Ariat, right? 100% Ariat. Well, because I think a Lariat. Yeah. This commercial said, I get blah, 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 an Ariat. And I was like, I was like, I really hope that's Ariat. That's why we didn't get the sponsorship yet. Yeah. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. Oh, we should just start tagging them in the post. That's what we should do. Ariat, send me I some. I need an Ariat boot camp. I'll, I'll talk about them. Let me strap Dude, your GoPro to my. Boot. I actually love that idea. <laughs> the YouTube just do random cuts to the boot cam, and you just see boots glowing on the bottom, starting to smoke a little bit. Whenever that would we be call a- it out. Like, oh, look at Jason's boots! And it just cuts yeah. through. <laughs> like uh, the second segment here coming to you, brought to you by the boot cam. We gotta have a sponsor for the boot cam. It's gotta be like the yes, maybe like the, the Goodyear boot cam. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. I'm all for that. That would be so good. <clears throat> At what level do you think we get multiple cameras? Like, how big do we have to be to be one of those podcasts where we have three cameras? It's probably not about probably to cameras. where it's about the editing. Yeah, probably to where we're big enough to pay an editor. Yeah, John Tyler's a good editor. Yeah, I think if Tyler got a choice, he probably wouldn't keep doing it. I mean, it's like an hour. We yeah. got it down to like an hour. With cheap intros and outros. Yeah. Which I said I was going to get different ones. Didn't happen. I completely Well, forgot. shout out to Aaron for the intro. For yeah. our intro music. Yeah. yeah. Tell me I, we should shout him out. Aaron Layton. Yeah. Layton. You come on the podcast too, buddy. He gets you. That's an episode. Just right got to put the microphone way closer to his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Aaron. Love you. Turn his volume all the way up. <laughs> I hope you're having a good time in Alaska. Hopefully, we get this episode up. Mm, probably not, but hopefully, we get this episode up by the time you're flying back. I think they fly back like tomorrow. And the intro audio is growing on me more the more I'm hearing it. I would make a couple small tweaks. I like it. You don't think he is perfect? You don't think what he produced was perfect? Uh, I believe Jesus is the only one that's perfect. So that's fair. Also sounds kind of like you want to dispute that. It sounds kind of like an out to me. So. <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, no, nah, I mean it's it's pretty good. What would you? What, what would you? Curious. What would you? Um, like more upbeat, a tiny bit, or like maybe just a touch. Yeah, like a touch more upbeat. Or I think I think adding like a nice little drop D guitar lick would be nice, like a nice country sounding like Hank Williams guitar. Mm-hmm. That deep drop D tuning guitar. Oh, I don't know. Can, can he play guitar? Huh? Can he play guitar? Aaron? I'm just kidding. 
I don't know. Aaron, can you figure out how to play guitar? And- We've got a you pipe. We ought to just see if what the listeners think if they should think we, what we should upgrade. Oh, we should give them some backstory. Aaron plays like six, seven instruments. I bet it's more. He plays a saxophone. Yeah, plays a lot. Or we could just start paying Motley Crue and we could use "Kickstart My Heart" as the intro. I don't. I don't hate that. We could afford copyright right from that. I'd love to know what it is. So we can find out. Huh? Well, how old is the song? Could be past copyright. Is there a statute of limitations? Yeah, I mean copyright. That Only song's probably like eighty. I mean, it's nineteen eighty something. I don't know exactly. Can you look it up? I only have one hand. Surely not, because there was people like sending cease and desist to Donald Trump for sending playing songs at his rallies, and those songs are all seventies and eighties. It's probably longer than yeah. Like, am I free to use any Beatles song that I want? I I don't know. I don't. I don't think a copyright expires. Maybe you're right. I thought there was. Jamie, are you looking that up? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. They're playing Club Penguin on his phone. The Joe, his Rogan? Computer. The Joe Rogan is, is a guy. You know what I'm talking I about? Think it's Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. What time are we at right now? I mean, we're good, honestly. Not to end it. We could, but we're at 45. Mm. I could do another 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's 11.02 right now. This has been This has been the most just free flow podcast that we've done yet. I mean, I had like two things uh, I mean I have four bullet points only two of them are really real talking points stayed on the same and subject we've just, we've just been kind of kind of sending it yeah same theme we are listening to a good bit of the feedback that people are sending us but I mean some oh, of it one tangent but I think it's important to address what are we going to call the audience because I know them questions I've heard y'all listen to it before it's two of them they call it a third chair I like that. Like there's a third chair pulled up to the table and that's the audience. The fourth chair doesn't have quite the same kind of ring. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, something to think about. Hmm. That's a good, that's a good question. I don't know what to think about that. I had a couple of joke ones on the way over here, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) I do what it, if we start getting people, you know, responding to polls or sending us questions, you can text me a question. You can email us a question, comment, DM us, whatever you want to do. Some questions or topics you want us to discuss, I'll absolutely do that. And I think we do a segment called like from the wood pile or something like that. I think I might have mentioned that, but I'll be like, hey Jason, you know, pull us a question from the wood pile over there and just just spitballing here. But, but. Something to match the theme, like like Chiefs or something. I don't know. That's not really something to match like the outdoor vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that was a good idea, but what you looking up there, buddy? I'm trying to find out what it would take to get licensed for a song in the <laughs> podcast. No, it, it seems this like after hours. It was a copyright last time a song. How long was a copyright license last time a song? I would imagine forever. Because I know like like prescriptions it's, it's trademarked. It's different. I don't know the complete difference, but like medicines cannot be private forever because the trademark runs out and then they have to go generic. Reapply. I guess. Medicine, at least. It says for works created after January 1st, 1978, copyright protection lasts for the life of the author plus an additional 70 years. 70? Wow. So his grandkids are dead and I still can't use his song. <laughs> the Beatles still making bank. 
Dude, because I mean, two of them are still alive. Three Dude, of them they are still came alive. Out in 1989. Two, two people. That's so long. It's like 150 years. That's crazy. So we got 70 years from when Paul McCartney and Ringo die, we can use a Beatles song. I won't be here for it. It's like Jimi Hendrix died at like 23. He died at that number where like a bunch of those guitarists died at. They called it like the 23 Club or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But he, so he makes music for, I don't know, 60. I don't know how long he made music, but then he continues to make money off of it for his family for like 70 years. Yeah. Now it says... That's what we're going to do with this podcast. We're going to set our families up for life. That's right. All works published in the U.S. before 1924 are in the public domain. Works published after 1923 but before 78 are protected for 95 years. Jeez. From the date of publication. Man. What's the first song that comes to your mind before 1923? Star Spangled Banner? Yeah. That's a go-to. Chris Stapleton's Star Spangled Banner? Definitely not. Man. What a song. Unbelievable. Gotta be one of the top national anthems I've heard of the Super Bowl. Top one that I can think of. I've never really felt moved by a national anthem besides that. Honestly. Uh, Jamie, can we go ahead and get that up on the TV? But that's Man, we need a little TV back there. That'd be sick. I would gladly play that over. the. I would put the mic right into my yeah. speaker. Well, the thing is, we could put a TV up there for us to see. And then we could just lay the video over to us. When that's talking about it. That is true. But yeah, Chris Stapleton did the best national anthem rendition that's probably ever been sung at this past year's Super Bowl. Legendary. Literally just him and guitar and one amplifier. Even though I did walk in in the last five minutes of that game. Um, but yeah. I, I listened to it afterwards. So good. It's on, uh, it's on Spotify, I think. Yeah. It's on yeah. Apple Music. Yeah. yeah. Oh, surprisingly, Apple Music and Spotify are almost even. I thought more people use Spotify, honestly. But it's like 53 people use music. There's like when we were in like high school, I felt like Spotify was like, well, because Apple Music wasn't really like. It was iTunes back then. Yeah. Yeah. $1.29 a song. And you had to buy the songs. I mean, there there was no like radio or. Never do Napster or like that. Mm -mm. I never did. LimeWire or anything like that. Never did. I mean, you're like eight years older than us. So I used it. (laughs) Just kidding. Broke the law. Going to jail. I was just asking. I hadn't. Yeah, right. It, it wasn't trying to set you up, but you just incriminated yourself. Congratulations. Mm. Which one did you use, Napster or LimeWire? Napster. Napster. Napster? Oh, App Store. Oh, I said Napster. Napster. I, I don't know what the heck that it's is. Really use? Napster is like, Sounds like pirating music before people before it was illegal. Like they made it illegal before back in the Napster, my, MySpace days. Yeah. But it was like one person bought the song, uploaded the MP3 of it, and then everybody had it. And I'm pretty sure they made it illegal because of Napster. But when are we going to go have a podcast golf day? How would that? How would that? Play work? some G. Uh, just the three of us go play golf. And one lucky fan. Oh, you like not record one? You talking about just golf? I was just talking about go play golf. Huh? I got the golf itch really it's bad right plan. now. After today, you are got to go to the driving range more. Definitely, uh, we'll get you dialed in like at Pinehurst, dude. Once I switch to six to four, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, dude. I, this past like like eight months to a year, maybe, has been by far the best golf I've played in my life. I've been on a heater the past couple times that I've played. Uh, playing better than Pierce? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Today, today we would have beat him if he were there. I don't know. Pierce doesn't seem that worried. Pierce's days are numbered. Pierce, I've never beat him, but we're we're right on his on his heels at the moment. I played nine holes after work today with my buddy Parker Burns, and I opened with birdie, double, and a birdie get to even par and then we kind of cruised in from there and, and finished it up plus three which was a 39 which i think ties or beats my personal best so we are we're very close to really good you golf. that that pace you'd have beat jt in the u.s open <laughs> yeah yeah but yours on his best day would you beat him on your best day um uh, I, I mean no here's his best at, here's his best ever day is i think like 72 and my best is 79 at the moment. But on those random days that we play and he shoots like 78 to 84, if I just have a good day on one of those days, I'm beating him. I'm You're going to need me there so Pierce will top a couple of balls in the water. <laughs> Why are you chirping? Yeah. Oh, no. I just said Pierce don't look out for that water and <laughs> hit it right in there. It's no different when we're playing volleyball at Epic. and Watch them toes. And watch them toes on that line. Yeah. yeah. Right into the net. Yeah. Man, it's 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 tough though because like today, for example, like I was rolling in putts. Every putt that I hit was going right by the hole or in the hole. Short game, pretty solid. Drives didn't hit any out of bounds. Like they were all hitting fairways. It was just like playing with one ball. Uh, yes, yes. I switched at one point, but didn't lose any. Yeah, Parker's entertaining to play golf with. Parker's great. Parker's Parker's a, a gym. Yeah, so me and him played. We haven't played in a long time together, but... Was the girlfriend there? Uh-uh. Fiance. Fiance, sorry. Fiance Lauren was not there. She'd smoke you and Pierce. I don't know. She played with him there on Tuesday, and she shot 42, and I shot 39 today, so... I'm better, I'm better than a D1 female golfer. On the week, at least. Career, I mean, she's probably uh, a lot better than me, but... She probably isn't, she's not practicing every single day anymore. No, no. She was very good with the with like. She can't drive as far. Well, she would from the tees that she was playing at. What are you trying to say? I'm saying her short game is really good. Like, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, no, her short game is really good. Yeah, yeah, really good short game. She was being nice to me uh, at that tournament. She was being nice to me, and then she like picked at me one time, and then I hit it good, and she did it, and I can't. <laughs> maybe maybe motivation just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, now I so yeah. After playing pretty good last week with Cameron at the beach and playing really good today, like I just got the got the golf itch bad, really bad. Because it's like I I was literally like, okay, I want to hit this shot, and it was just happening. Like everything was clicking today, and I'm like, mm. if the sun hadn't gone down, I probably would have paid for the other nine holes, and we'd <laughs> we'd had a day. But I need the good itch golf's back. exciting, dude. I haven't had the itch, man. It literally is getting. It's sad. I have to. It I want to want to do it. It literally takes like I'm in one good shot, two good shots around, and you're just like, yes, I'm. You've got baby. other priorities right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I could fit it in, but I don't know. Moving in is a lot, but that's not the reason I haven't played in like a year and a half. Mm. We should play on uh, your trip coming up. Play some G. We could look at it. Start practicing, <laughs> just like you did for my bachelor trip. Start. So oh yeah, for those that I know, I went to the uh got off work, four thirty or whatever it was, went to the driving range for at least an hour and fifteen, and then straight to the gym. 
<laughs> I'd probably hit 150 balls a day, 200 yeah, for like a month. More than it was like multiple months. I don't think you would ever play golf in your life, right? No. Yeah. So like my bachelor trip was like his. Was it your first? I'd round? never played on a course before your bachelor trip. So I thought you did like maybe one practice round before. Maybe I don't, I don't know. You so. literally started playing golf for my bachelor trip because we were gonna play for like three days <laughs> or four days. And then I was like, I think I was the first one to hit the ball. I think. And I walk up and I'm like. Man, all like, this, all this practice. Am I just gonna chunk this the very like, first hit? I told you. And I get to here, <laughs> and then I hit it, and it was on. It was on. I mean, it's all green, but it was on the green. Stayed on the planet. And you're like, yes, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of the pl- staying on the planet, we had That's- some scientists. This is not a tangent for those listeners. This is a. This is a, this is a segue. That was a gray area transition this is a smooth this is a this is a a segue to a new conversation this is not a tangent this is a new conversation i was just saying you were talking about staying on the planet and we had a manned flight go to the edge of space we had six people leave the planet temporarily six or eight people i thought it was the edge of space the commercial the uh, commercial trip which is i just yeah, I barely read it. I we had it today. It kind of came up kind of fast. We got Elon Musk tes- testing them big that big Titan rocket. Yeah. No, Starship Titan. Ooh, uh, yeah, Starship going to relaunch here. I think like really soon. They did an engine test Good. a couple days ago. I want to see that thing land. Yeah, but today, did you guys watch it? Mm-hmm. The thing I sent to you, I did. I did not. Mm. I know it's Cameron. Working. Cameron did too. But Virgin, the biggest waste of money. Virgin Galactic, uh, basically they've got this rocket that they ride up on what looks like two planes stuck together. It rides in the middle. They take it up to 45,000 feet, drop it. The cut, lamest way to do the it. the engines yeah. on. But the way they explained it is since the atmosphere is so, so much thinner up there, it's like it takes way less to actually break through and get into space from there. And it, it only really makes sense for that size, like a touch and... Touch and go, like touch yeah. Because I mean, you're back. not gonna. I, I wouldn't want anything that's gonna carry a starship up to fifty thousand feet. They didn't go into orbit, right? Yeah. Uh no. I mean, I think they were just below it. They, they were like, lit. they were like one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand feet. I was like watching the maneuver thing that they were wanting to do, and it went straight vertical, and then it like did a front flip. And yeah, because back. Yeah, because then it'll follow the curve with that facing uh, the um, retrograde. Where they're facing, yeah, and it does like a backflip and gets in a nosedive and comes back down and right. But it was pretty it, sick. Once it follows that trajectory, the bottom has the heat shield on it. No chance am I spending four hundred fifty thousand dollars to go. Is that how much it was? That's what Cameron said. The next trip's worth. The commercial flights are going to be four hundred, nice. but they're going to be but they're going to be up there longer. This was a test to come right back down. I think the plan is to send you oh, up there in orbit be. for a little bit. I better be up there for a hot minute. If but I'm you also better come up with half a million dollars. I'm that, just saying <laughs> the price, they, the money they made off those tickets probably doesn't even touch the amount of money that in parts, labor, and research and development that went into that. You oh, I, mean? man, I can't even imagine. Yeah, because this one was literally just a test. Like, they all had, like, body suits and sensors and Apple Watches and stuff like that on, and they were literally just going up there for two minutes to do some tests, gather some data, and flip back down. I would absolutely... I would... Would you do that? Or... Wouldn't be the first one. Go down to the Titanic. Which one would you do? And I would look up reviews. First, okay, we're gonna say like, would you go down with James Cameron, space is safer than, or would you go with Elon Musk and ride up around that orbit for a little bit? Space is safer than the bottom of the ocean. I'll tell you that. Which one do you think you feel more remote? 
Like, do you think you feel more? Sure you feel more isolated at the bottom of the ocean? We'll say twenty thousand feet, or well, because orbiting. Like a rocket, you're you're up there in like a few minutes. The submarine it takes a couple hours to get to the bottom. Yeah, it takes of the you. Like, I understand. It takes you like two hours and change to get down you're to like, the Titanic oh, well, or deeper. I hope if whatever goes wrong, I hope I have two hours to get to the surface. I think it takes significantly less to get up. Because, like, you, I mean, you dump the weights and that thing shoots up like a rocket. I mean, it's still probably 30 minutes, maybe. Well, I mean, are we talking like to wrap it in space, or are we talking like what they did with Virgin Galactic? I'll say, like, in orbit, like the space station, but let's say like that altitude, but you're just floating around in a rocket by yourself, a one man rocket in orbit for like a day. No, none of them by myself. (laughs) Well, even the Starship, nobody's piloting that thing. It's all programmed. There's not. They're not taking manual controls of that thing, except for if they dock it eventually. But they're not. It's not like nobody's holding the joystick. Like if I was paying you ten million dollars to spend, let's say six hours in orbit or six hours sitting down next to the Titanic, which one you doing for ten million? Without don't have to worry about or for whatever out. amount of money gets you to do it. Which one are you taking? You don't have to worry about getting back to the surface. Like you're guaranteed. Like. Oh, then say for the sake sure. for the sake of Space. this, you are guaranteed to get back. Space for sure. You're a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent. Space sure. also seems way less creepy. It's way cooler too. They they can make those windows in space big. I was telling Devin, the pressure difference. I mean, you're you have to make things extremely like exponentially stronger at the bottom of the ocean than in in space. Because in space, you're keeping things in but underwater you're keeping things out and you're only keeping one atmosphere in in space down there you're keeping like 50 atmospheres from coming in hundreds hundreds yeah Yeah, i think hundreds compared to keeping one atmosphere i think titanic is like 400 atmospheres yeah that's nuts 350 400 i think it'd be more impressive to say i went down and sat next to the titanic i would feel more isolated down there because because i think you're 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 floating in orbit like it's kind of bright in space looking down at the earth lit up and you're like i can see everything I'd say everyone it's more peaceful in space yeah i would say it's more impressive what space is more grandchildren impressive? not all of them might even know about the titanic who knows you're saying which one's more impressive mm-hmm. titanic space. space for sure for me space orbit especially. yeah but see like orbit. my my grandkids will just go up there for like a field trip like it won't be that impressive nah, not about that well they'll be going know. to mars by that time <laughs> 80 years. By the time I have grandkids, someone will have been on Mars. Well, someone will be on Mars. I think someone will be on Mars in the next five years, five, ten years. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I mean, Elon has a, he has a a year planned. I mean, we've seen how this Tesla Roadster is coming along, but he's been pretty solid with his, like, Starship launches scheduled. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the Titanic... uh, even if it's any other shipwreck, but like the sitting down there, you think just like sitting there looking out this porthole and you see like a little bit of ship and the rest of it's just darkness seems really scary. And I love scuba diving. I've been scuba diving a lot, but the things you would find at the bottom of the ocean are probably cooler than the things you'd like. You, there's nothing to really find in space. Aliens. <laughs> in orbit. There's probably. nothing to find in space, space besides space. wasting your time. Like Netflix, I feel like eventually you just put on Netflix. Like if you want to go anywhere, you just have to. Chance am I putting Netflix on if I'm in the outer space? Oh no! If I could, if I could for sure do a spacewalk and be 100 percent safe, there's no shot I would even think about going to the Titanic. I would, I would be like, yeah, I'm going up. Can we go now? 
You know what I mean? Do a spacewalk? That'd be so cool. That'd be sick. I wonder because, what uh, that feels like. <laughs> I, I watched a podcast with an astronaut. And he was like, yeah, we tell the people that, that don't get to go on them that it's really the same if you go to the... Because um, they have a new edition where it's like a whole half semi- semicircle hemisphere is a, uh, like a window. But he's like, but it's not. It's way different when you're out there. Uh, I bet it's like nothing you could... Do you think... But. You think uh, I wonder how much you can... Oh, I actually, I don't know that you would feel anything through the spacesuit. Like I was gonna say, I wonder what that feels like because I picture, I picture it feeling, feeling kind of like floating on water or something. But in that, I feel pushes and movement. And you're gonna default back to the same position. I would yeah. imagine, like in space, I would feel nothing holding me up, nothing pushing me one direction or another. It's like literally, you're just perfectly like. Wonder what the thinnest. Spacesuit they can make is no, you know what I mean. Then a spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Also, the space force signed a contract for like for like space guns. Sick. That like could be complete cap. I could be. Uh, I, I I saw it. No, it's like guns, you but like check in here. You can look it up. Look it up. Space force signed a contract. How cold is space? Like you can't go too thin, or you're just gonna freeze. Well, it's like well, if you fire a gun, does the bullet does it fire? Like, does it? Is there fire? Holy tangent in half. Because there's no oxygen in space? Yes, I think absolutely it fires. Because the oxygen is in the casing. That's fair. Because you can shoot a gun underwater. Probably well, won't, it probably won't cycle like the... What? Well, but then... Like your bolt bolt casings would have... Uh, like, I don't, think, I don't think the, the casing is going to get ejected, but absolutely it would You'd fire. You'd have more gunpowder because less atmosphere would be feeding the fire. You know what no. I mean? Yeah, for sure. No, because you think... You've, you think everything is in there sealed behind behind the actual bullet and in the casing? Like the explosion's happening in there and it's shooting the the I don't know projectile out. And in space, it'd be even easier to make that thing. Oh well, they do. There's no resistance. They fire underwater. Yeah. So you're probably right. Yeah. What's space force weapons are just a jam enemy communications. Is it? So a complete cap. sign me up for the next moon saying. mission and let me take some AR-15s up there and we'll go shoot do some testing. Shoot guns on the moon. Well, there's a little bit of atmosphere. There's gonna infinitely go. There's a little bit of like. There's a little bit of gravity on the moon, though, right? Because that's what keeps you down. Yeah. So, like, I still I think the bullet would still bend. Who knows? I don't know if it would leave. I'm not mathematically inclined enough to do. Well, I think the moon does have a tiny bit of atmosphere. I don't know if it's atmosphere. Or I don't think it's it has gravitational atmosphere. pull. Yeah. It might have a magnetic like, field, but I don't think it has atmosphere. Like, because I think if you jumped like 500 feet, I think you'd just be gone. Does it have a molten core? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's, it's just. Imagine it's pretty, pretty cold. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> what? Imagine the center of the moon is pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you just meant on the moon. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine, <laughs> imagine like, like, we just, like, we just start pointing out into blank space and just shooting guns. And we're like, you know, we probably just wiped out a whole civilization somewhere, galaxies. <laughs> like, Poor little alien sitting somewhere else and just getting lit up uh, I, I, 20 years from now. The bullets are just going to go forever. Say, oh, no. I think it. I think it's not molten, but they are, They speculate that it could have been in the past. I don't know. It's all... And the white is just the ash left over? The white? Yeah, like, the, it turned to ash and it was just white? Like, I think it's just a lack of, like, a broad, expansive elements. So it all looks the same. You know, 
Jason furiously typing away. Good on different. From NASA, it says, The team's findings suggest that the moon possesses a solid iron-rich inner core with a radius of nearly 150 miles and a fluid, primary liquid iron outer core with a radius of roughly 205 miles. Interesting, because that's the opposite of ours, is it not? We don't have a... Well, I don't think we've ever actually met in the center of our Earth either, so... No, but the fact that magnets work is a pretty strong. And the fact that we're just... Our atmosphere stops. I don't know, does our magnetic field push away asteroids? I don't know how that works. I think we're getting above our heads. Yeah, I think you're right. We should probably stop. We're probably uh, going to talk a lot of space, though, because I love it and it's fascinating, and I'd randomly go down lots of YouTube. I also said to give me notice so that I'm not, like, talking caps, that I'm actually, like, educated. <laughs> but then, uh, well, see, this is this is what happened, is we brought up Virgin Atlantic and the Titanic, which I think we're all fairly educated Virgin on. Atlantic. Virgin Galactic. It is 11. And Titanic, times. which is in the Atlantic. Mm, I should probably wrap up because we got a TV show we want to watch the last episode of. What TV show? Have you tried Black Mirror? I'm watching the new season now. I still haven't watched Outer Banks season three. Me either. Bro, get on I never it. even it's started. Way it. better than season. I two. I never finished season two. Honestly, get on it, dog. Season two is a waste of time, dude. You, uh, I mean, you got to finish season two to watch season three. Absolutely, I'm watch season three. Anymore. Way, way better. Season three, very good, and season four. Gonna be very awesome because they they tell you what season four is gonna be about. It's like it gives me like it's like I I feel like I can predict everything that's happening. It's like it feels so basic and like generally like. So you feel like it's like every TV show ever. (laughs) It particularly like for how high budget it is. I feel like the acting isn't there and the voice lines aren't there. Well, I also feel like you should watch the other half of the show before you say that. I know I don't like Rafe. I don't care for either. But season three, way better than season two, for sure. I'll like start halfway through the season three and see if I like it. Don't <laughs> Don't do that. I'm so confused. I mean you'll You'd be, be able, more upset. You'll be able to watch all of them like in like it. two days. Like I just didn't understand any of it. <laughs> like I don't know who five of these characters are <laughs> or their significance. Um yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Here. Gucci. Anybody have a Bible verse or you're prepping a lesson? I am prepping a lesson. Have you started it yet? You got like three uh, weeks. <laughs> I just realized yesterday because we, we didn't it. we didn't have Bible study last week or this is week. It John eight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I, I did I did seven. So you're like a chunk of John chapter eight. I walked in at like the very last bit of yours. I was upset. <laughs> You're, I walked in literally. You're like, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> well, first of all, I walked in and it was dead silent. I'm like, I was like, are they praying right now? You're like, man, he is. And then no, they were all just looking at me, burning like, this place down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell afterwards. I could tell that you had just asked a question, yeah. and I walked in, but I was just like, everybody's looking at me, yeah. nobody's talking. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of in a transition period in our Bible study group because Matt. We hate you for leaving, but we love you at the same time. But now we're just going to... I think we just got to... I don't know if we want to rotate or we have one person that teaches most of the time and other people just kind of jump in. rotate be fair. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do, but... Yeah, right now we're just taking turns teaching. It's an odd thing We got for, probably like four of us that are going to rotate. That's true. That's true. 
That's a little yawn there. But I think it's working out good so far. It's more personable, I feel like. We gotta we just gotta ask we just gotta make it more of a discussion so people yeah. like feel like they're participating. That's what we could do too. We could bring up uh we can bring up discussion topics within like, the church, not necessarily our church, but within the Christian community or things that involve Christianity. We could just discuss like one topic of those. Like that marriage one I did feels so much smoother than like the lessons I've been teaching. Just because it's like an open I, I really like <gasps> sorry it's about bedtime the way past jason's bedtime but the, i like the i like the study guide for this like series that we're doing i think i mentioned it last week but i love the the way it like it's got the passages and then it's got kind of commentary notes on the passage and then it's also got an outline at the end which made it super easy to build a lesson i thought i agree but like we said last week, my hardest thing is just like when I'm teaching is like expanding upon something because it's like I got my, let's say you got four points, but it's like, okay, how do I make one of these points last 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes? Thing is, I'm a, I'm a decent writer, but I'm generally bad about getting my thoughts out of my mouth correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think it's just a comfort thing. Probably. I mean, well, I'm comfortable with conversations and I trip up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe not for you. I don't know. But no. Over time, it's fine. You said what? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not for you. I don't know. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just time. That's what Matt said, especially if you're like, I don't really want to do it like this. We could do it by uh, books, like switch it up per person for instructor, but that's also a long time to like. To yeah, commit. It's a lot of it's and a like, lot of jumping around too, though. What do you mean? You mean like each one of us has a different book that we're teaching from? No, I meant like this John. Someone teaches, and then whatever we move to next. But that's a long time to for one person to commit. Being oh, you mean like you mean like you do six lessons on John, and then right. I do Daniel, right, or whatever. I'm kind of reading Daniel. I'm not uh, like I'm doing it in this devotional that I got. Going that like there's for like a week and a half on Daniel. Daniel's a pretty good book. Daniel's got a lot of good stuff going on. Well, he Daniel had some. In the lions den. He had some bad stuff going on. Yeah, did Daniel's Daniel in the lions den has been like yesterday and today's topic, um, and his little battle with the king. But Daniel's a good book. Good recommendation. But yeah, that's probably about all I got. I mean, we'll figure out something. You want to close this out in prayer? I got the. Look. I, no, I didn't know if you were asking. That, that you were probably me. looking at me, and I didn't see. Oh yeah, sorry. Well, you were talking, and then I said something. Oh sure. Okay. Unless you want to, Jason really likes to. Pray. Well, I just always get to look to pray because nobody else <laughs> wants to talk to God. So he I really does. To God, so it's all good. I like hearing you talk to God. I'm glad you like that. <laughs> Father, we thank for today. Um, we thank for this week that you've given us, Lord. We um. Again, thank you for the ability to come together as um, three believers and just share life together, talk about things together. And um, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity, Lord. And um, ask that we ask that we continue to um, just be a light for you in our personal lives, Lord, and in our work lives. And um, Lord, I thank you for for friends and for family. And and Lord, I just hope this is an outreach opportunity and um 
just ask that you continue to bless um, everyone and that um, we keep you at the focus of everything we do. Be with us, be with us as we go into this weekend. Um, keep us safe. Um, we love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're still here, if you made it through our couple of tangents, I think we cut down. Oh, I think we were much. I think we cut down. Themes much this, better. this was a solid episode for not really having much of a plan. I think this was pretty solid. Yeah. Very full. I think there was good flow here. Yeah, it's solid. I think next week, do we want to do the bonfire next week? Sure. I, I think I think that'll be good. Hopefully that exhale wasn't loud in the mic, but I think that'll be good. I don't think the fire crackling will be a problem. I think we'll. I think it adds to it. Yes, yes, sure. yes. So look forward to that possible most likely bonfire episode last next week um that's all i got all right that's all i got see you have a good one